Okay, children, let's take our seats. We have a lot to learn today. It's Thursday, February 3rd, and this is Chad Perry. I'm Tim Robertson. With the MyMac.com podcast. You told us Windows 98 would be faster and more efficient with better access to the internet. It is faster, over 5 million... Hey, Tim, what's going on in the world? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty noncommittal. Yeah. yeah. Even more noncommittal. I don't care about the world. We got a lot of new happenings at MyMac.com, some big announcements, but we'll uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's talk about some other things first. All right. Like uh, the Office of Homeland Security. So what's up there? Did you see? They chose Windows as their operating system for their computers. Oh, so basically to secure all the data for the United States and chase down terrorists and make sure they don't know that we know what they're doing, we're going to choose the operating system that just about anybody can hack into. That's pretty much right, yeah. yeah. So uh, I feel more secure myself, so I don't know about you. <laughs> it's a little crazy. I, it's just amazing to me. You know, There's government white papers out there that are saying how secure Mac OS X is. And... Uh, in the Office of Homeland Security, you know, you know it was a big sell job. You know Microsoft went to them and then just gave them everything that they wanted at like almost no cost up front because they know they're going to make all their money in the back end when they have to go in every other day and fix the crap. Yeah. Well, maybe if, if we're lucky, it's a big disinformation campaign. They have one little server that runs, runs Microsoft XP or whatever they're going to choose for their version of Windows they're going to run, and everything else is actually running a Mac OS X, but they just aren't telling anybody. I don't know that uh, the, the whole Office of Homeland Security thing. I think is a joke, anyways. I mean, who who? He's not now. He's he's retiring from that position. But the guy who ran the Office of Tom Ho Ridge, he lost to a dead man in an election. <laughs> a dead man beat him. I mean, I don't know if you followed that story a couple of years ago. I, I was not aware of that. Yeah, he, in his, in, I think it was Illinois, and I'm probably wrong, but I think wherever, you're right. wherever it was, he he ran his campaign. He was the Republican candidate. The Democratic candidate died. He died during the campaign. Mm. The dead guy beat him. <laughs> in the election, the dead guy beat him, and the dead guy's wife went in and, and filled in. Right. He lost to a dead man. He, the guy is so inept, he cannot beat someone for public office against someone in the grave. This guy's worm food. <laughs> and, and people elected a guy that's dead. Well, when your own constituency prefers the dead over you, you know, you got to be questioning. Well, let's let's it. put him into office alone, <laughs> homeland security. Boy, that that's why it's just, it's inspiring. Yeah. And, and it's it's confidence building. You know. It's just I don't know. Did you see that uh, story up at Wired uh, about the uh, the iPods on the Microsoft campus? Yeah. Yeah, I scanned over that real that, quick. That that's pretty funny. I've actually got it printed out here a little bit. Um it reads about 80% of Microsoft employees who have a portable music player have an iPod, said one source, a high-level manager who asked to remain anonymous. Of course, he asked to remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah, no don't, kidding. Don't tell anybody I'm telling you this. <laughs> it's pretty staggering, he says. The source estimated 80% of Microsoft employees have a mu music player. That translates to 16,000 iPod users 
among the 25,000 who work at or near Microsoft's corporate campus. This irks the management team to no end, said the source. Well, no crap, because they're selling a competing product, and sure. even their own people are like, I don't, I don't want this little Windows Media Player <laughs> crap. I want an iPod. Where I can go and buy my song for 99 cents. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even if it's, they're ripping their own CDs in it, you mm -hmm. know, they're using, most likely, I guess they could be using X-Play, but chances are they're using Apple's iTunes software on their their Windows PC sure. to sync their iPod. So... Uh, let's see. So popular is the iPod, executives are increasingly sending out memos frowning on its use. Frown. I wonder if they use a little frowning thing. We're <laughs> frowning on your using this. <laughs> These guys are really quite scared, said the source of Microsoft management. It shows how their backs are against the wall. Even though it's Microsoft, no one is interested in what we have to offer, even its own employees. So concerned is management, owning an iPod at Microsoft is becoming, beginning... <laughs> <laughs> Beginning to become impolitic? Is that yeah, what it says? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Some people are a bit concerned about being traitors, not supporting the company. Uh, they are a, they're a bit stealth about it. So in other words, people are hiding the little white earbud from their managers or getting, you know, third-party headphones. Oh, I'm not using the iPod, <laughs> and they're keeping it in their pocket. I, I think it's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's going to be worse when the shuffle comes out and they finally start getting those. Well, the shuffle is out. Well, the shuffle is out, but try to get one, one now. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that uh, report they said where they had backlogs of 120? Yeah, and uh, Apple's don't even have them in stock anywhere. Yeah. it's and Another thing, and uh, we t I talked about this, geez, a couple podcasts ago. Mm -hmm. Microsoft is actually going to be covering or uh, selling the shuffle. Now, I was talking about the Mac Mini, but just the mm -hmm. fact that Walmart is going to be selling an Apple product in their store. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's pretty cool. Yep. And they're like a buck or two less than they're going to be anywhere else because you know it's it's Walmart, so everything's cheaper there. But yeah, and I'm really surprised that uh, Apple held to their guns on that price with Walmart. <coughs> yeah, I am too. And then Walmart couldn't get them to budge more because that's their big thing, you know. Yeah. Hammer everybody else because we're Walmart and we can do it. Yeah, but you know they can't with the with Apple though because Apple is is making a killing selling the iPods everywhere. But you can never find an iPod in, in Walmart up until now. So right. basically, uh, the way I look at it is Apple told Walmart, hey, if you want to sell the number one music player in the world, this is the price. Yep. And it looks like Walmart said, okay, cool. That's excellent. You know. Yeah, I see Best Buy is picking up the Mac Mini, too. Yeah, they're supposed to. I'm hoping that our local store here in Battle Creek actually sells them. Not that I'm going to rush out and get one, but... It's just, I, I to me, it's still amazing that someone's going to be able to go to a store, spend 500 bucks, and walk home with a brand new iMac. Yeah. Well, maybe drive home. You know, you walk home, you might get clubbed over the head. Well, but the cool thing about the Mac Mini, you actually could walk home with it, and yeah. the, your arms wouldn't be tired by the time you got home. That's true. Unless I, you wanted to buy all the peripherals that go with it, but chances are, if you've already got a PC, you've already got everything you need. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's a real old PC, then you probably true. don't have a USB keyboard mouse. Yeah. Uh, I did get the new iWorks in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got that yesterday. Finally arrived, and uh, I really haven't used it much, and I probably won't use Keynote. I I looked at, uh, uh, what is it? I work, I, what is it? Pages. Pages, that's I keep, it. I keep wanting to put an I in front of it, and it's screwing yeah, me Yeah, I know, I want to say I write, but. I write. Yes, <laughs> John, <laughs> you are my toe. Um, yeah, no, I, I checked out Pages, and, and I like the interface. It's almost too minimal for me, though. I'm just, it's. I, I got in there and I felt like, oh my God, there's nothing here to do. It's just weird. But uh, so, how minimal are we talking? Is it like? I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it because honestly, I only played around for maybe maybe sixty seconds, mm. and then I was on to other things. Right. Um, but what I found was kind of strange is that iWorks actually requires a serial number. Very few Apple products, um, at least at, at the consumer level, requires a serial number. Yeah. Um, you know, Final Cut Pro and stuff like that always do. Mm-hmm. But this is a $79 program, and, and uh, I installed it and launched it, and it immediately pops up. What's, you know, got to have a serial number. So, you know, not a problem. I enter my serial right. number, I'm off and, and running. And I usually keep a uh, FileMaker database of all my serial numbers anyway, so I'm not worried about losing it. Mm-hmm. But I just, th- I kind of thought that was strange that Apple's requiring a serial number for a really an entry level program like that. Right. I, I think that people stealing their software is probably larger than most people. Uh, realize, and I'm mm-hmm. also surprised that if they're requiring a serial number on iWork, iWorks, why aren't they in iLife? That is kind of surprising. I mean, I, I would figure if you're going to put it on something that's, you know, as low dollar as iWork, and and probably is not in as high a demand oh, no, as the absolutely. iLife applications. And, and honestly, the value of the iLife programs are way higher than this iWork. Right. By far. But yeah. Again, and I've said before, you know, Pages looks cool, but I probably won't use it. I'm a Microsoft uh, Word user. As am I. And I've been using it for years, and it's just it's got all the features I want. And I'm sure that Pages has a lot of the features that I want. I'm just comfortable in Word, you know. I guess that's kind of a, a sad, something sad, because a lot of PC users are like, I just use Windows XP. I'm comfortable with it. And you're like, oh, if you just use a Mac, you find out what it's really like. Right. And it's probably the same thing with Pages. And I'm mm-hmm. a Mac user saying, oh, I'm just going to stick with the Microsoft program. <laughs> so that's probably stupid on my part. But And I probably will. I, honestly, right now, I just don't have the time to go and learn a new program. Mm-hmm. And because I have a lot of text sent to me right. through not just the MyMac.com writers, and uh, through a, because of other sources as well, and we'll get into that in a minute. Pretty much everybody out there, professional writers, use Microsoft Word. I mean, it's just that's what you use. Right. And uh, even though they say uh, Pages is compatible, mm-hmm. I, I have to have clean text. It has to come across looking exactly the way it's supposed to. So right. That's probably going to be my main reason for sticking with uh, sticking with Word for the moment. But let's get into a little bit of MyMac.com news. Oh, what's going on? Well, uh, we got two big announcements. Uh, the first one is immediate. Right above this podcast on our main page is a uh, article, and let me pull it up here because I don't want to misquote what I'm <laughs> what I'm what I'm going to say here. So while I do this, go ahead and since uh, it is off the website, yeah. Well, it's actually on the website now, and I should say as we're recording this. It's actually Wednesday. It's not Thursday yet. So I'm trying to explain something that hasn't officially been posted online yet. And uh, it will be. By the time that you listen to this, this will be on the website. And you'll actually be able to... uh, You you probably looked at it before you came to this podcast. But it's called MacMod Video Show. uh, The Atari 2600 Macintosh. You want to explain a little bit what MacMod is? Oh, sure. Uh, MacMod is an idea that we came up with uh, about almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had an idea that looking at all how popular the uh, mod shows were on uh, Discovery Channel and TLC, like uh, 
oh, American Chopper, Monster Garage, Monster House. We thought we'd try to do the same thing with a Macintosh. And in this case, we came up with putting, well, an iBook into an Atari 2600 case. Yeah, and, and we should tell uh, the listeners out there that, again, you can go to our website right, right now, and MacMod will be at the very top of the page. And uh, if you load that page, you go into the, the, that article, there's a little bit of text there to kind of give you a little bit of background. And there's going to be four episodes, and they're all posted right now in QuickTime format. There's episode one, two, three, and four. And you can get them in small and large as well. Yeah, even the small are, are pretty large files. Uh, they range between 10 megabytes and 20 megabytes in size. The large versions, which look a lot better, they do. Yeah. Uh, they range anywhere from around 60 megabytes to almost 110 megabytes. So right. it's going to be a lot of bandwidth being eaten up, but yep. it's going to be pretty cool. Um, hopefully people enjoy it. Yeah, I hope so too. And if you just want to get the general gist of what we're doing, just go ahead and download the small one and take a look. Uh, and make sure you get feedback back to us because, I mean, we'd like to do it again, but if everybody else thinks it sucks, then... We definitely won't do it again. Yeah, I will say we learned a lot we of sure what did. not to do. Yeah, um, I did probably ninety-nine percent of the editing of the of, of each episode. Yep. And what what I was left with? Um, let me see. The first episode is eight, almost nine minutes. The second episode is about eighteen and a half minutes long. The third one, uh, almost twelve minutes long, and the fourth and final episode is about 22 minutes long so we're talking what is that it's about 40 minutes all together or so um, yeah that's roughly about hang on you're looking at uh yeah about 40 20, minutes 30 oh you're looking at almost an hour yeah yeah okay well regardless it's uh it's not the most exciting you know it's really two guys sitting there trying to build this thing and we learned pretty quickly that it, it took us way too long to do this, and we're probably not going to do anything that takes quite this long again. But by the same token, we'd, we'd probably like to do some kind of another project. Yep. And uh, the, the next time around, the, the video quality will be much better. We'll use a, uh, a, consumer, a, uh, a professional video camera to record everything, so the, the color will be a lot better, the picture will be a lot better, that sort of thing. Right. And we may actually take one of the more key from the home improvement shows and have more stuff prepped when it gets on screen instead of wasting all the all the camera time just yeah, doing the mundane what, activities that you never see on the actual home improvement story right and, but you, you get to see a lot of it with with these episodes but the thing is though i cut out literally 90 percent of the really boring stuff so if you think it's really boring <laughs> imagine yeah, you gotta, what it could be yeah you got to remember there was uh almost what eight nine hours worth of footage probably Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah, and we whittled that down to an hour. Yep. And I still think we probably left too much in. But yeah. Regardless, that's MacMod, uh, and the project is the iAtari Mac, all one word, please. And uh, check it out at MyMac.com. Let us know what you think. Speaking of feedback, we are uh, welcoming and, and asking for feedback on the MacMod show. But we don't want just regular email. You know, and the podcast as well. And the podcast. I'm sorry, that's actually what I was talking about, not the, not the Mac Mod. Okay. I'm talking about the podcast, what you're listening to right now. We'd really like some uh, feedback, but we don't want to just, you know, hey, send us an email, blah, blah, blah. Here, here's the thing. 
it's very easy for pretty much anybody to record themselves talking on their Magno. So yep. if you would like to be on the show just to say hi, maybe you've got a podcast of your own, you want to get a free promo out there, I don't care. Send us MP3 files. Yeah. And we'll drop them right here into our podcast and everybody else can hear it. And the best way to send it, in fact, the only way to send us an MP3 is to send it to mymac.com at gmail.com. So in other words, don't send it to the mymac.com address that my server will, will probably freak out and, mm -hmm. and uh, close down if enough of you send MP3 files. So send it to my Gmail account, and that's mymac.com at gmail.com. Excellent. And that's, that's probably going to be pretty cool if people start doing that. Yeah, we'd really appreciate it, and we'd love to include some of your stuff in the show. Yeah, you know, if you're a musician and you record some of your own music, we'd be happy to play some of that, especially if it's done on a Mac. Uh, we don't necessarily want to turn this into a radio music show, but we're just looking some, for some pretty cool content to share with people. Mm -hmm. And if you've got some cool content, or if you've got something you'd like to add vocally to the show, you know, hey, just, just uh, send over that MP3 file and we'll get to it. Uh, we do have another big announcement today. Um, and what's that? Uh, this is going to be called uh, Scroll Down Books. <coughs> Excuse mm -hmm. me. Basically, MyMac.com, we've been publishing for a decade now. That's 10 years. That's right. a long time. And up until this point, everything on the site has been for free. You've never had to pay for any kind of content. Mm -hmm. And as far as MyMac.com goes, that's not going to change. Right. But we're actually expanding our business. And uh, so MyMac.com is not only going to be the website, it's going to be a publishing house now as well. MyMac.com has created a subsidiary called Scroll Down Books. Hmm. What is Scroll Down Books? Scroll Down Books is ebooks. You're going to be able to buy, uh, probably for about five bucks, uh, PDF ebooks. And they're going to range anywhere between, oh, close to 100 pages to 150 pages each. And we're going to launch that next Monday. What's the date next Monday? The 7th? Next Monday is the 7th, yeah. Uh, okay, on, on uh, February 7th. Come back to MyMac.com. You'll see a lot of uh, graphics and all that kind of stuff. And look for scroll down books. And we'll have our very first two books online and, and ready for your purchase. I don't know if, if on the launch day we'll have uh, sample chapters or anything like that. But you will be able to buy the books. We have uh, a number of books in the queue, actually. Right. We've got... Sort of the central focus of most of these books. It, it, it's really going to depend on the on the writer. Mm -hmm. um, the first two, one is about buying used Macs, and mm. I don't want to give too much detail away. Okay. We'll, we'll, and the other one's with uh, um, iMovie. But in the future, we're going to have a lot of diverse topics. Now, we know that a lot of people are going to compare what we're doing with Tidbits' Take Control series. Mm -hmm. And really, they're really not the same thing. Right. Um, the Tidbit series are really good. And I'm not saying ours won't be, but uh, the Tidbit series really is how to do this and how to do that. And as the name suggests, take control of Panther or take control of GarageBand and it will walk you through what you should be doing. Take control of backups, you know, that sort of thing. And while we will do some stuff like that, um, you know, our, if you go to a computer bookstore or any bookstore that sells computer books, um, and you look at the selection, it's not all how-tos. Right. And that's kind of the, the that's where we're going. It's not just going to be how-to books. Because mm -hmm. while I enjoy them, I don't think everybody else, not everybody's going to buy a how-to book for five bucks on the internet. Right. 
you know so we want to kind of offer them some uh some different stuff i it's really hard for me to get into explaining too much without giving too much away um, uh, so are we still in negotiation with authors on some of these uh titles and some of the topics yet yes but we've already i've already got commitments from a couple people mm -hmm. a couple books have already are already in progress a couple really big mac people out there really big mac names i guess you'd say right. and it's not david pogue or bob mm -hmm. levitas although we did talk to bob levitas he's just extremely busy um it is really big named mac people are going to be contributing books for scroll down books and uh you know they're gonna we're gonna charge between five and ten bucks you can buy them right online you download them it's gonna be really cool i can say and and only a few select people know who i'm talking about Someone who is actually on the original Macintosh team, in other words, one of the people that helped create the Macintosh at Apple in uh, in the 1980s, is mm -hmm. actually collaborating on one of our books. That's pretty exciting. That's I, I really would love to give you a name, and I'd really love to give you what the book is going to be about, and it is already being written. I've already seen parts of it, and... Uh, I just think that's really exciting that someone that actually helped create the computer platform that we're using, that our show's really about, right. is actually uh, going to write a book about blank. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to be selling it. And I think, yeah, that's you know, cool. we're, we're going to really, we're starting this really small. Uh, a couple people that know about it have asked, how, how many books are you going to have when you guys launch? Two. Oh, only two? Yeah. Well, what are the subjects? Well... This and that. Oh, that's it? Well, here's the thing. We didn't want to come out and, and release ten books all at the same time. Mm -hmm. We want to start small with good quality books. Mm -hmm. And uh, and hopefully we'll gauge interest. Even if these two first two books don't sell uh, 20,000 copies each, and right. I don't think they will, it'd be great if they do. I think mm -hmm. the quality is there for them to sell that much. But if they don't, we're not going to let that discourage us. We're going to build us up. And hopefully by this time next year, we have a good half dozen to a dozen books for sale with more coming out more regularly. Mm -hmm. you know, we're just going to start small and quietly and, and build up big. So you think by starting out small like this, you'll have a little learning curve for the other authors that come next and to see so they, they can see what the previous authors had done, uh, see if it worked for them or not, and then improve their own writing skills based on that? Well, that and as well as it's, it's a really a learning curve for us as well. <clears throat> MyMac.com doesn't have the funds to hire professional designers to come in and create these ebooks for us. Right. So basically, how it's working right now, we have an editor and we have a technical editor, and they're looking over the manuscripts, mm -hmm. and they're working very closely with the writers to basically get these books complete. Once the writing is completely done, these books are sent to me with any screenshots or whatever accompanies the book as far as graphics go. And I sit down in uh, Adobe InDesign, and I literally put the book together in InDesign. I'm the one who exports it out to PDF, and then that's what people are going to buy. Mm -hmm. So it's a very small operation. And uh, I do have some experience, because MyMac.com used to be a downloadable MyMac magazine. Years and years in, ago. Yeah, and that was in <laughs> PDF format. So I, and, and, of course, I was a little sloppy with that, and the tools for creating that was pretty crude compared to what I'm using today. Right. But nonetheless, it is a form of <clears throat> experience that I could draw upon. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, this is this is really new for us, yeah. and uh, I personally didn't want to get buried into 
trying to uh, to create these and not know what I'm doing. So yeah, you know, starting small and slowly really is more about my skill level at this point in creating the iBooks mm. or the eBooks. I said iBooks. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool when they come out. It, and it's going to be again next Monday. And uh, check out mymac.com backslash ebooks. That URL won't be live until Monday. So if you go to slash ebooks right now, you're not going to see anything. Yep. Um, you know, and once we we have the ability to record conversations easily, right? We'll do some interviews with some of our authors and some of the upcoming authors and that sort of thing. Well, that'd definitely be great. If you guys have any suggestions on what we can have on the mymac.com podcast, including a uh, a better name for the show, John Nimorowski keeps saying. Call it the shuffle shuffle cast. It's a shuffle cast. I, I don't a shuffle cast. I, I just don't like that name. I, I appreciate. Yeah, we we that, went through that already. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate <laughs> that, John. I do. Um, it's just I, the shuffle cast just doesn't sound cool. It, it sounds like a game that old people play in yeah, the park. Yeah, exactly. It's a, and it doesn't represent who we are. So we're just sticking with the mymac.com podcast. It's too long of a name. Sure, I know. But it doesn't sound as gay as the Tim and Chancho. <laughs> you know, so we're just going to stick with the MyMac.com podcast for now. And if you have an idea for what we should be calling it, by all means, feel free to email us. <laughs> you know, the music that we play at the beginning, we mm -hmm. that that is uh, is free music that anybody could use. And right. We, and it came from that free music on, uh, what is it, the iDisc. Uh-huh. So, and it's pretty cool music, and I like it. But we'd really rather prefer to have our own unique music. So if you have some cool music that you created that you would like to donate to MyMac.com as our opening theme, you know, let us know. Send it over. You know, that's what the uh, MP3 feedback is for at uh, or, uh, MyMac.com at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, send us over the MP3 files if it's cool. We'll use it. If, if it bad. sucks, we'll play it and make fun of it on the on the air for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't do that. We're not that kind of a show. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it's really bad. Oh, okay. So you know, you're going to be the uh, what the Simon of uh, <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, I'm missing. Uh, I, I missed American Idol last night. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know you were uh, a big fan. <laughs> only, only at the beginning. Only the ones where the really bad people. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> I mean, once they get into the actual competition, it's just a big karaoke thing. Who cares about that? Yeah. Who's the best karaoke singer? I don't care. I just want to see them just rip people apart. <laughs> it's great. It's just like oh, and, and you watch these people get up there and sing, and you're like, what are they doing? Yeah. They've got to know. I mean, they had a mime the other day. Oh, the mime? Yeah. And yeah. The, and the yeah. mime just mimed the words. <laughs> I thought, you know, this is the point where they could really use a big stick with the hook on it and, like on the gong show, hook them right off. Get off the stick. Oh, boy. Well, that's our podcast for Thursday. Go ahead. February 3rd, Ooh, 2005. Chad. Sorry for the delay there. Chad is the date man. <laughs> My brain is not in the right place. Thanks for listening. See ya. Oh, Get out of here. You rotten bugs. You overpaid weenie. Wild thing. You make my butt sting. I detest you. You're all garbage. All of you.
Back up the truck! Back it up! <laughs> 